Welcome to the Wealth Academy podcast. Wealth is more than just money, where you will hear leading professionals share expert advice on how to become financially free, generate wealth, and legacy wealth. If you want to discover how to enhance your money mindset through strategies, tools, and techniques, then this is the podcast for you. Your host, Paul Lawrence Van, is a financial coach, two-time number one international best-selling author, course creator, and he has been assisting clients to enhance their understanding of money management to become debt-free, discover ways to build wealth, and to generate legacy wealth for over 18 years. Will you be next? Here is your host, Paul Lawrence Good day, good day, everyone, Lawrence and Van. I hope you are doing wonderful on this beautiful January the 22nd on this cold day around the planet. Glad to be with you. The mantra for Wealth Building Academy is wealth is more than just money. And the reason why is because we have a tremendous guest on the day. And her name is Dr. D. Bowden. Dr. Bowden, how are you doing today? Good afternoon, Paul. I'm doing great. How are you? And happy Saturday to you and your fabulous listeners around the world. It's an honor to be here today. Absolutely. Absolutely. And thank you for being our honored guest. Uh, Dr. Bowden, it's going to share some amazing information with us and it's going to centralize and be focused on revenue recovery. She's an expert at it, been doing it for many years. And I want to read a little bit about her bio, but let me tell you one thing. I want you to take some notes to see how gifted and talented she is. And we'll go from there. Dr. D. Bowden is founder of BCS Solutions. It's a revenue recovery company. And she has vast revenue recovery expertise that continues to help businesses and government agencies clean up their financial mess. And we know what happens. And she teaches business owners to not leave money on the table, which is very important for that revenue stream. Now, she is recognized as one of the best revenue recovery specialists, not only in 2020, but also in 2021. Now, over the years, Dr. D has saved her clients tens of millions of dollars that is right under their nose in those precious accounts, receivables, invoices, and more. And she's going to share more about this in the interview. Now, she has authored the book, Collect the Cash. And here's a wonderful quote I want to share with you. To me, this is the most important aspect of what she does. Collections isn't fun or easy, but it is necessary to stay solvent in business. It's not a money problem. It's a systems problem. And that's what she's going to be talking about today. Now, here's some of her media exposure, which is tremendous. She was with Forbes, Black Enterprise, VIP Global, 50 Most Influential Women, The CW, Market Watch, Thrive Global, Microsoft, iHeartMedia, Blog Talk Radio, ABC, NBC, Fox News, and Wealth Academy Podcast. And without further ado, Dr. D. Bowden. Welcome, my friend. Thank wow, Paul, so thank you. As I sat near Liz, I'm like, wait a minute, who's she, who's he talking about? <laughs> hey, all I can say is pat yourself on the back because you did the hard work. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Well, first of all, th thank you again to you and to your to your listening audience for, for being here. Uh, happy Saturday to y'all. So talking about revenue recovery, collect the cash, accounts receivable, uh -huh. as the kids say, get the bag, secure the coins, all the things. It's one of those things that most people were like, who gets excited about this? Well, listen, when you're in business and people uh -huh. owe you money, lots of money, you get really excited when they pay your bills. So if it's okay with you, can I tell a story about how I got here? Yeah, let's talk about that. In fact, uh, I want to see and we want to find out with inquiring minds, 
who and or what inspired you to get involved in this amazing field? Well, it's a great question. So as I like to say, what had happened was. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Go on, Dr. D. <laughs> so, so what had happened was, um, I'm originally from Boston. So let me, let me, let me do the, let me do the, let me kind of set the scene. So I'm originally from Boston. Um, fun facts about me. I love Ferris wheels, smooth jazz and great wines, both red and white. Nice. Now, now, so at least y'all can see they're like, okay, so you, you actually do do fun things and I collect money. Yes. that part. So, all right. So how did I get here was about 15 years ago, I used to work for a small IT company outside of Boston where I'm originally from. Uh -huh. You've worked in government and you've worked in corporate, so you know how it is. Welcome aboard. Here's your cubicle. Here's your box. And here's a little plant. Exactly. And they said, hey, we've got $8 million in outstanding receivables. Ooh, I was like, y'all have what? That's a I lot. said, that's a lot. I was like, y'all have what? They said, yeah. So you have to understand, this is a small IC company. They had about 100 people. They uh -huh. were selling to, you know, corporations, government agencies, software licenses, computers, all the things. And they, and they actually had a collections team. And so when I got hired, I was a part-time collector. And they said, here, welcome aboard. Here's your cubicle. Here's your, here's your list of accounts. And I was like, ooh, okay. So I'm a believer. So I took my list to God. And me and God had a short conversation. Kind of went like this. Hey, God. Yes, D. How are you? You know what, God? Overall, I am fantastic. But your word says you have not because you ask not. Because if you're lacking wisdom, you said come ask you. So God, they've hired me to collect $8 million. I'm not really sure how to do this. I need uh -huh. a clue. So I got quiet. And what came up for me was that business to business and business to government collections is three things. It's problem solving. It's answering the question of what had happened was and uh -huh. how come we're here. Secondly, it's customer service. When you sell a product or a service, you're responsible for the sale and the follow-up. And then yeah. the secret sauce is gratitude. So after that short talk, I go back to my cubicle. I start working. So here's a, here's a lesson right now if you're, if you're taking notes on problem solving. I told you all there was eight million dollars. Talked to God, got my clues. One of the accounts had changed their billing system. So we were talking about accounts receivable and, and how and support, how important it is to manage all your your things. This yeah. company said we change our billing systems. People people change systems all the time. It'd be like going from Microsoft Excel to say QuickBooks or another system. They said exactly. we changed our billing system. You did when? Oh, we sent out an email to all our vendors. Evidently, my company didn't get it. Oh, okay, great. Can you resend me the email so I can go talk to the comptroller and tell her why 2 million of the 6 million is sitting uncollected? One phone call doing the problem solving, answering, figuring out how did we get here? In one phone call, $2 million was collected. Problem solving. Wow. Customer service was, this is a true story. This is in the book. So one phone call, $2 million is collected. The customer service part was me me acting on behalf of the company to follow up and do the things, and then the gratitude was to say thank you to the person who resubmitted the who resubmitted the email to show us why we were short. So mm -hmm. after that happens, I collect six million dollars, and then the unthinkable happens. The, the CEO says, "Listen, we're going to have a chat. If you've ever worked for corporate, you know sometimes oh, yeah. how companies just decide they're going to close or they're going to lay people off. Well, this is what happened to all of us. They literally got all the money. They said thank you so much for everything you've done." And we, they closed the company two months before Christmas and let all of us go. Oh, my God. That sounds like something that happened last year. With one mm -hmm. of the out there where the CEO lets people go. Yeah. Well, and it happens. And, that, and that's and that how I got here is because although that happened to me years ago, I'm watching yeah. companies go through this last year and this Absolutely. year. And I'm wondering, you know, the question kept coming up. I wonder how much AR they have outstanding that they're not collecting because, number one, 
collections for most people is uncomfortable. Yes. Number two, it's re- it's relationship, and a lot of people are just not comfortable having to get on the phone or send an email and follow up and ask you, where's my payments? And then number three, this some people are really great at whatever they're skilled at, but they're not skilled in this part. Just like if you're if you're really great at sales, but you're not yeah. really good at follow up, that's kind uh-huh. of a problem. You yeah. got to be really good at both. And so in this case, I'm looking at all the things that transpired. And I happen to have been telling this same story. And a book coach said, uh-huh. D, can you can you teach us how to win in this area? Sure. And she asked me to consider writing writing my story and then uh-huh. teaching the principles of problem solving, customer service gratitude so you can amplify your profits. And that's how I got here. Exactly. I tell you, and that's a big deal. And, and speaking of that, I did work for mobile oil company and I was a financial analyst for them. And these things do, in fact, happen. And you brought about two million that was just sitting there. And people are not taking action to get it, to bring it back into the fold, which to me, it's not it's not over until you close it. You collect the cash like you said. Right. I say I say it this way. Collect the cash. The sale is not complete until the money's in the bank, but you must collect it first. And, and here's the thing. When when people are listening to this, you know, you, when you're in business, you're, so, so to add add to this. When you're in business, you're in business to solve a problem. Just like you created this academy and your right. podcast. You exactly. wanted to teach teach people to change their mindset around yeah. wealth, around money, money, and how they and how they interact with it. So you set out to solve a problem and to provide information, inspiration, yeah. content, podcasts, resources, all the things. You bring on great guests like me to teach them this part and so exactly. forth and so on. And here's the thing. So I created B-Set Solutions. Because after working for a company that went out of business because Uh they neglected their AR, I kept wondering how many other small businesses don't like to collect money, don't really have a skill for it, and don't have a system, which is why they're losing money. Why my, My other saying is, you know, stop leaving money on the table. You will never know how much money that is owed to you if you don't track it. As we like to say it this way, what gets measured, I'm sorry, what gets tracked gets measured. And how many accounts you have, how many people owe you 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. If you don't have that in a system somewhere, nobody's going to know how much money you're owed. And then how, how do you know if you have any profits, if you have any revenue, because you Absolutely. won't make the phone calls to figure out what had happened was. And that's why some businesses, as you stated, go out. That's why they go out of business, because they're not tracking it. But uh, to answer a question you stated earlier, you know, how many people go to collect that money, the, the accounts receivables and invoices? You've mm-hmm. got to. So we, we want business, small business owners to know you have to do this. And some of them may not even be aware of it. See, that's the, the, the thing I look at it. You have to be aware that that problem exists. And right. what you do, you definitely help them to do that. Now, uh, when you look at uh, some, some of the other organizations you've worked with, and of course you've collected, helped recover over tens of millions of dollars Mm-hmm. What is it looking like today, given this pandemic that we have, that all the employees aren't there and everyone in the finance department may not be there? So there's probably a lot out there now. Yeah, it's, that's a great question. So what it's looking mm-hmm. like is this. People have now got to be really comfortable with Zoom. <laughs> yes, they have. Too comfortable. <laughs> you know, they've got to be comfortable with Zoom. They also have to be comfortable with Microsoft Teams. And here's yeah. the thing. When you're when you're in finance, a lot of the things you can do, you can still you can still collect the money. You just sure. have to learn how to do it differently. So, for example, if you and I were in an office, 
I might walk by your cube and go, hey, Paul, you're like, hey, D, how you doing? Listen, you got five minutes. Can we can we pull up a cup of coffee and can we sit chat, and, you know, pull up these accounts on our screens and let's exactly. talk about it. Now, in this virtual space, you have to get just as good, if not better, with getting on a Zoom call or getting on Microsoft Teams and pulling up your accounts and sharing the screens and doing the problem solving. Because here's the thing. Uh-huh. Whenever you're old money, you got it. There's, there's all, I said this way, there's always a story, which is kind of why I jokingly said, you know, the what had uh-huh. happened was. So exactly. we're trying to answer the question of what had happened was to get to how do we win? How do we win now means that if there's money that's outstanding virtually or in person, you still have to do the same things. You, st- I mean, you probably have to do a little, a little more, but you right. still have to be willing to have the conversation. You still have to be willing to ask the questions. You still have to be willing to track what happened, follow the bouncing ball. And then if mistakes were made, I like to call it course correction. I'm sure you're yeah. familiar with that term. Oh, you got to do, do course correction so that you don't keep ending up in this cycle. Because a lot of times we're so psyched about getting the sale. We yeah. don't, we, you know, we, we rush to get the sale and then we pass it on to the next person. And then a lot of times the details are missed and you don't really find that out until you start going trying to collect the money. You're like, oh, well, I don't have a proper invoice. That's one thing that's super uh-huh. important. I'm missing the contract number. I don't have the remittance address. I don't have the the right amount of units and how, how much they cost and, and and what's the total total price. All of those things matter, but it's also this. If you don't really get good at problem solving, which is basic analysis, that's correct. You will stick, you will sit there and you like, okay, how how be am I paralyzed. here? Say yeah. that again. You'll be paralyzed. Yeah, absolutely. You get you'll get you'll get stuck in you'll get stuck in the fear of, I don't want to look at this. It's kind of like, you know, I like to say it this way. All of us, most of us who are listening, we probably have that room uh-huh. in our house or in our garage where we got some stuff that's just stuffed and stuffed and stuffed and stuffed <laughs> over there. And don't nobody want to go deal with it. But here's the thing. You can't make progress until you face what you have stuffed or what you have ignored. So and accounts receivable, say it again. Clarity. Yes. Accounts receivable is one of those things you, you you cannot stuff because here's the thing. Your AR is tied to your sales. It's tied to your profits. It's tied to your revenue. And if you're not good at following up, then either you hire somebody that can come in and teach your people how to do it or you outsource it. And then you focus on your lane of genius and do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know one of the things that happened to me when I first started out in the speaking industry, I spoke for a major, major credit card company. And I went through a, uh, a meeting planner and it went 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. And they were not pushing that accounts payable bill. And so I was prompting them, hey, you, you, you need to pay me. I have bills to pay as an entrepreneur. Right. And, and so I contacted them on my own. The meter planner got upset. I said, yeah, you're upset because it's not impacting you. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's the same thing. Exactly. With you have to have to be very proactive and really get people to move forward on this because there's so much out there. And as you mentioned, I think you did some uh, contracting and and that that contracting comes in all the time because it is a matter of accounts receivables and accounts payable. Right. Start to finish. Right. And and that's the thing. That's that, that, that part of AP and AR, I say it this way. It's, um, it's sales, it's AP and it's AR and it's contracts. It's those, those, those four, those four components make up the puzzle. And, you know, when the, when the sale goes well, then you, 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 the next step is you, you know, you land, land a contract. Um, and then from there, there's, there's the, the, the deliverable, you know, what do you, what did they buy from you? What are you delivering to them? What are you invoicing them for? And then when are you getting paid? I usually, 
use the cell phone as okay. an example because most everybody who listens can understand it. So is it okay if I you teach? Oh, if I, can I, Tell okay, us cool. more. <laughs> so, so here's the thing. For all y'all who are listening, if you have a cell phone, let me I, I say it this way, whether you're team iPhone or team Android, it doesn't matter. Uh-huh. Here's what happens really in business. I'll, I'll give you a, a prime example. You go into whatever phone so, phone store it is. Hey, D, welcome. Up, hey, good afternoon or good evening, whatever it is. Welcome to such and such store. Uh-huh. First thing they're going to do is they're going to ask you for your driver's license, number one, because they have to confirm that you are who you say you are, especially because they're dealing with exactly. your account. The sale has already set the sale. Now you have a new contract. Then we have what's called order fulfillment. On the back yeah. of the phone, there's a barcode. The person scans it, and that information gets entered in, into the system. Then it's order entry. They're confirming everything. Then they're going to ask you, hey, Paul, when would you like your invoice? And you're going to pick a date, whatever date you pick on the calendar. That's accounts mm-hmm. payable because th- that company is going to bill you. Accounts receivable is that you pay them. And I like to jokingly say, if you don't pay them, they have this magic button that will disconnect your service. But what, I'm sh- what I've showed you <laughs> is... <laughs> This they're is gonna, true. They're going to push that button. <laughs> they'll push that button in a heartbeat because they're not, they're not playing. You're not going to keep using their using their services and not pay for it. But my point is, what I just showed you is with the phone, with the cell phone, and I use that example so that people understand sure. this is what happens. There is a sale. There's, there is a contract. There's order fulfillment or order entry. There's accounts payable, which is the company that bills you for uh-huh. your, your, you know, whatever whatever terms you, you describe that you want. You want more gigabytes. You want, you know, more things, whatever. Accounts receivable is that you pay them, and then that's tracked, and exactly. you know, and they, everything is set up in a system. How do I know this? Because it's the minute you miss your bill, you probably get a message that says your payment is overdue. Absolutely, and they're going to charge you more. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I, I tell you that that is so many great examples, and you also like to put a lot of uh, emphasis on small businesses because Absolutely. oftentimes they don't have the type of team or staff that really can address it, they typically may have one or two people at the most. So I know you you have emphasis on working with small businesses to work with the, the owners and entrepreneurs of that business to show them that, hey, if you want to uh, align your revenue and help your business to grow, you're going to have to really pay attention to get paid, to actually get paid. That's the bottom line. Absolutely. And that and that was born out of the story I started this show with. It, it literally was a small business that went out of business. Yeah. And I, I'm sure, Paul, like you, like most everybody who's listening, all of us have, I believe, all of us have a, a life situ- a life altering situation that makes us go, I don't want to see this happen to anybody else. Yeah. Now, I in the beginning of the conversation, you asked me, like, how did you get into this? I was like, well, it's because I work for this company that went out of business. And I decided that I wanted to be able to make a difference. And so I started, you know, I created Collect the Cash. And yeah. now, you know, there's a book and of course sure. there's courses and you can do all these, you know, there's videos and all the other things. But more importantly, it was to teach small business owners that, yes, first of all, we we need you to be successful. Yes, absolutely. We need Because there, I don't know what the statistic is, but there are a lot of small businesses that go out of business because number one, they don't have sales, they don't have contracts, and then they've got people that owe them and because they're small, they don't yeah. feel confident that they can go ask their client to pay them. But here's the thing. I say it this way. If you were strong enough to go get the sale and yeah. ask for the sale and ask for the business, you have to be just as strong to ask for your payments. And if that's not your lane, then you work with other people who can do that. Because in sometimes sometimes in the small business, you might, you might be a solopreneur. So you're doing oh. all of the things. And you might realize, wow, I'm, I'm really not good at this part. I need to find somebody. But more importantly, my my focus for small businesses and small is relative because small could be exactly. one person, small could be a team of people. It could be twenty people, thirty people. 
and on and on and on. I, I forgot what the exact quote is with the SBA, but I think it's up to $5 million in, in oh, revenue is, exactly. is it for, for a small business. But the point is, yeah. is that systems and business matter. How, how you know how you start how you start and how you set up your system so i talked i gave, i gave, gave you all the example with, the, with with sales but i teach account i teach um small business owners to, to do what's called a tracking system so if you you are a former financial person so you probably yeah. know what is the ar aging i've just oh, made yeah. it simpler so i call Absolutely. it the tracking system but it's basically your customer the contract number the amount um product sold or services sold invoice number when do you bill them when do you get paid and notes Exactly. It's a very simple system that uh -huh. everybody can see. And then here's the thing, just like if you've been in sales, sales, salespeople have their list of their, their, their prospects. And then when it goes from a prospect prospect to a sale, well, in the same thing, once you get the sale, now we got to track when are you supposed to, when do you deliver the service? When do you invoice them? And when do you get paid? And what do you do when you don't get paid, which is the follow-up. So when yeah. I talked earlier about problem solving, problem That's solving cool. is all about the follow-up, the questions, the course corrections the apologies if you've made a mistake doing customer service which is you're going you're going you're going out to your client and you're working to working to get to resolution and then um, the gratitude is hey they cut the check you yeah. got paid it's that part it matters yes and then you want to repeat that cycle exactly exactly yeah, that exactly that, that's how they make that money so you also conduct training you yes in-house you yes. have courses and yes. you also have a consulting as well. I do. I do. And so the, so the train, the training, the training is just like we're doing here. So, you know, if a small yeah. business is listening right now and you realize, wow, I don't, I don't have a tracking system. I need to learn. I need to uh -huh. learn how to get this set up. We can schedule a call and talk about that. And then I, we can do, we actually now, thanks to, thanks to this, this virtual world we live in, we can do, we can do a call. And we could yeah. you could pull up your accounts and we can actually set them up in the system. And then you go you go back with a complete track uh, tracking system with all of your accounts. Consulting is that if you have a team of people that don't know how to do this effectively, they're just looking at dialing for dollars. Collections is let me say it this way. Business to business collections is not just dialing to dollar, dialing for dollars. It's relationship building. Yeah, it's correct. problem solving. It's analysis. Yeah. It's customer service. It's gratitude. It's making sure that all the pieces are working correctly. And uh -huh. so if that's not your strength and you have a team that you want to get better in that, yes, we, I can come in absolutely and train. We can do, we can, now I, I love doing it virtually. It's easier because we just pull up the, pull up your accounts and then we're going to walk through what happened. And then we're going to look at how did this happen? Because usually when accounts are owed, something uh -huh. was missed. And that's yeah. the piece that most people don't talk about. So, yeah, so there's consulting, there's training, and then there's, there'll be courses. Yes. yes. And then you go in-house, you can train train the staff as well. To work. Absolutely. Love to love to do that. It's a lot of fun, yeah. actually. Because when, you know how it is, Paul, you've done, I know you've done oh, this in your career. When, oh, yeah. when, when the light bulb goes on and they go, man, I never even thought about it like that. Because I tried, I, my, my goal with this is for you to see this. I say it this way, you know, collect the cash. The sale is not complete until the money's in the bank, but you must collect it first. Exactly. Collections is, is that problem solving. It's the, well, I never, I never thought about, and also here's something people don't talk about mindset. They yeah. never talk it's about still money. Mindset. Like you have to, I'm sorry, say it again, please. Still money mindset. Right. You, yeah, you have to, you have to look at, okay, how am I, how am I going to approach this problem? I like to say it this way. You're, you're, I know you're a sports fan like me. Oh, yeah. Our favorite, our favorite, our favorite players 
do what's called the zone. They yeah. get into the zone before, uh-huh. like this weekend. I think, I think whatever the championship games are, cool. I'm sure all the teams are right now getting ready for their yeah. get ready to play. But they're they're getting into the mindset into the zone, and what that means is this. So in collections, business business collections sure. or AR, your uh-huh. mindset has to be, I'm not losing this money. That's right. <laughs> I'm not losing this money. That's one. Number two, I have to figure out how do I answer the question of what had happened was. To how do I win? Exactly. Three. What are you telling yourself? What what affirmations? What what are you? How are you? How are you getting yourself ready to engage with your client? Now get this. I understand whether you deal one to one, one to many corporations, sure. governments. Sometimes you have clients that are very challenging. Yeah. That's just part of life and part of business. Absolutely. But you have to be prepared. That number one, I I want I want I want to get this to resolution. When Paul was reading off, you know, all the things I've done, this has been a journey of learning how to do this. I did not wake up and go, oh, my gosh, I just I, I, I did not have what, what we would call you appreciate, appreciate this, Paul. I didn't have an I dream a genie moment. <laughs> I didn't have an I dream a genie moment. I actually had to work this out. I had to take classes. Yeah. I had to practice. I had to course correct. Experience. I had to find. Say yeah. it again. Get experience. Have, get experience exactly, and you 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 know your experience experience. We say it all the time, experience is a great teacher. It really is, because here's the thing: when I started, when I first started in this career, it was you know pretty simple. Get your accounts, get on the phone, start start doing things. And then I learned something. I said, oh, okay, I'm not in the collections business. I'm in the relationship business. Correct. And uh, when I learned so, and 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 I learned to do the problem solving, the customer service, and the gratitude. And when people will come back and say, D. Nobody ever comes back and says thank you for helping for for t- telling us thank you for helping you get your money, right. and I decided that that would be one of the things that would separate me because I've learned that when you express gratitude across all things, people were like, oh, and then you, you know the next time you have a problem that it, hopefully if you handle things correctly, that person mm-hmm. is willing to help you because they're like, oh man, you know th- this wasn't bad at all because a lot of people when they I, I get it, I the reason I joke about this is because I know. This is a tough subject because we're talking about money and you're talking yeah. about your, your sales and your profits. So people get, some people get really hyped about it. Some people get really aggressive about it. <laughs> I learned that when I'm, when I'm, when I'm teaching you how to problem solve, I'm teaching you the mindset of, of looking at the problem, breaking it, breaking it down into bite-sized chunks, looking uh-huh. at customer services. How do you go on the offensive and, and help your customer and then express the gratitude and then come back and do it again? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I tell you, Dee, what's interesting to me is that the company that owes money back to an organization, they need some help in their accounts payable side as well. Absolutely. Because that that seems not to be a communication between the two when it really should be automatic. I agree with you. You And it's it's funny, too, because now that you've said that, I think that's going to be like the next thing in terms of when I when I think about like next talks and next trainings Uh is is to is to bring A.R., and AP. I usually I usually talk more about sales and AR because I believe that yeah. you know because the, the salespeople are so excited because they know they're going to get their commission. But exactly. the thing is, you don't get your commission until the services are delivered. But also, it's it's so important that you do the sale, AP, yeah. AR, those three. And it's got there has there has to be more conversation about this because this is the thing, especially if you come either from corporate or government. This is the piece that gets dropped a lot because everybody's like, oh, it's just AR or it's just AP. Uh-huh. No. That invoice is your is 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 your document that confirmed that the that the sale went through that there actually is a contract 
and you're yeah. you're on the hook for this. Uh-huh. Yeah, you no gotta part. pay. You gotta pay. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You receive the products, etc. Absolutely. So let's get into your book, your amazing book, Collect the Cash. Let's talk about that a bit so our viewers sure. and listeners can understand and how they can get it as well, which you have it posted here. But we want yep. them to get it. Sure thing. So collect so so collect the cash was born actually during during the pandemic. I literally was I was I was having I was listening to a a uh, a Facebook live and my book coach said, "Hey, do you want you know if you can write a book in 90 days or less?" And I was thinking, "Who writes a book in 90 days or less?" But she kept talking about it uh-huh. and we actually had an interview and so what happened was was that she said, "D, what do you do?" And so I told the story about collecting the money uh-huh. and she said, "D, you have this is literally this is a true story. It's so funny because we talk about it all the time now. She says, D, you have a system and you want, and she said, Your why is that you want small business owners to win. Yeah. And when she helped me to see that, because you gotta think about it, Paul, I've been doing my career and and business, business collections and contract administration for many, many years. Never even thought about that I could take this information, translate it into a book that now mm-hmm. can teach small business owners how to track, what to say on the phone, what not to say. Give them a script on how to prepare their invoices. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, prepare the invoices, yeah. but also do yeah. their emails. So the book is all about how do you how do you how do you take this this very large um, idea and yeah. then break it down into bite sized chunks so you you have the mindset. When I was talking about the mindset in the uh-huh. book, there's something you'll love. This it's something called the collection zone. So you yeah. you got pregame. Game day and then post game. Well, just like in sports, there's pregame. There's all the mindset work. The how do I see myself? How am I talking about this? How do I feel about this? What am I doing? Game day is making the so in in collection. So the pregame is 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 having a list of all your accounts and seeing seeing yourself winning. That every account that's on that board that is owed to you, you're going to see yourself collecting it. Number one, number two. That's the work. Again, that's the work. That's the work. Exactly. That's the, work. So that's the yeah. pregame work. Game uh-huh. day in collections is you're making the phone calls and yeah. you're following up and you build, you're also building the relationship with the person who can cut the check. <laughs> exactly. We have to cut that part. Check. And then, then <laughs> post game is celebrating. And uh-huh. it's, you know, you know, whether, whether you have pom poms, clappers, however you celebrate, but the thing is you need to celebrate those wins. Cause here's what I know for sure. When you have a list of accounts, when you get your first win, that builds momentum because then you are and you, or you, what you end up doing is doing rinse and repeat. You finally figured out what do you say, what not to say, and you go, okay, let me do that again. Now, obviously, you tweak it like anything, you tweak it, but when you find when you find that system that works for you, I've decided to make it in a sports analogy because mm-hmm. most people who love sports, they they know that their favorite players are getting into the mindset. They're getting into the zone. They know all about game day and game day is the hype day. So for you, for your AR, you gotta, you gotta, if if you like sports or if you like theater, it's the same thing, regardless of what, what category you're in, your mindset, how you see this problem is everything. And then two, how do you execute to get it to resolution? And then three, you got to celebrate. You got to celebrate. Absolutely. That that's a great uh, synopsis of it. And I tell you, it's very powerful. Now, another question I have for you, Dr. D, is when you're looking at local, <coughs> local is also provides us with some good opportunities. Uh, you're looking at government agencies as well, correct? Working I'm sorry. Ask, I, I, I didn't hear your question. Say it again, please. You're looking at working with government agencies locally in the Washington yes. D.C. area? Yeah. Yes. And what, what would be some of the agencies you work with that you were going to work with? I know you work with the U.S. Coast Guard headquarters. 
I did where I did. I, I actually I did. I, I did a two year stint for the United States Coast Guard headquarters. And, and in that year, I recovered seven point five million dollars, which is pretty oh, amazing. Nice. Very nice. Um, I would love to be able to work with um, health. I think uh, health and human services would be would be yes. a really fun okay. one. Yes. Yes. Um, I've done work. I have work, done work with DOD before. So mm -hmm. I'm open to I'm open to going back there. Um, sure. And then I, I, I you know, then there's then there's then there's then there are the smaller civilian agencies that I'm okay. sure probably have either uh vendors that that are old money or or more importantly they probably have contracts that need to be closed out and so that would yeah. be another thing and then we'll look at the state level but my okay. thing is the government agencies are you know they're they're a lot of their their systems are are great but my focus is more on on the small and medium-sized businesses especially in the it and the telecom and the software industries okay. because they tend to have a lot of sales but yeah. the, the collection of the money is where they struggle and i want to i my goal is to be able to work with them i want to be able to do trainings and consulting and speaking to them and say, okay, let's, yeah, great to sale. Absolutely. But we, you have to learn. And it's more for the AR person because the salespeople, they're trained really well on how to, how to get the sale. It's the right. AR people that need to learn how to do better problem solving and they have to learn to build the relationships with the salesperson. So it's the IT, the telecom and software industries are what I'm looking for. In addition to working with government agencies. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. So we're about to wrap it up. Our time is coming to a close. It seems okay. like we've been on for five minutes. If you can provide some closing comments, how people can get in contact with you and to move forward to work with you. I'd love to hear that. Okay, sure thing. Well, first of all, let me say thank you again, Paul, for, for the opportunity to be on, on your podcast. So here's the thing. So I'm D. Bowden. I'm the author of Collect the Cash. If you are a small or medium-sized business in, in the IT, telecom, or software industry, and you've got outstanding invoices and no systems, please visit www.collectthecash.biz forward slash book. That's www.collectthecash.biz forward slash book. If you want to schedule a call, have a conversation, talk to me about your AR, send uh -huh. an email to info at collectthecash.biz. That's info at collectthecash.biz. Then we can get on a call and talk about the status of your accounts and then what do you want to do to change it. Number three, you have to remember this, collect the cash. The sale is not complete until the money's in the bank, but you must collect it first. And here's the thing. Don't be afraid that if, if if that's not your if here's the thing all of us are great at something correct but if this if, if collecting collecting the cash gives you the heebie-jeebies you're like I don't want to do this <laughs> it makes you uncomfortable reach uh -oh. out to someone like me and let me let me let me come alongside and partner with you and we can we can talk about how can I train your team how can I train you how can we do consulting what can we do so that because here's the thing I personally do not want to see another small business go out of business. I want to see you amplify your profits. I want to see you stop losing, stop losing money, but also get comfortable that because you are in business, you deserve to get paid. And like I said, collect the cash. The sale is not complete until the money's in the bank. So I'm Dr. D. Bowden. It's been a pleasure to be here. Thanks so much. All right. Well, Dr. D. Bowden, thank you so much for being our honored guest. And we want to thank the viewers and the uh, listeners. Uh, I was the reason why you heard the background because I was over on Facebook and it was picking up the chatter. <laughs> oh, okay. So I'm looking at some of the comments over there. People were making some really great comments, but I want to thank you and I want people to follow you and and look at what you do because it's really all about saving that business. Yes. Ensuring that it doesn't uh, close. And we know a lot of businesses are closing now with the pandemic, but we don't yes. want to see that. And a lot of it lies right in that accounts receivable and with those invoices. And I know that you can help them. 
So yes, and I would I'd love to because that's you're right, Paul. That's 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 that is that is why that is why I wrote the book. I wrote yeah. the book because number one, I wanted to be able to leave one thing I forgot to say. I wanted to leave a yeah. legacy. Um, yeah. you know, because of having worked for a small business that went out mm -hmm. of business, like I said yeah. earlier in the conversation, I that was a life-changing thing for me. And even though it happened to me years ago, watching watching everything that happened in the past two years, because here's yeah. something, here's something that's even 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 deeper than this. Uh -huh. Imagine watching Broadway shut yeah. down last year. Yes, I remember and Broadway. Broadway is a multi-million dollar business, Absolutely. which has all these theaters that had yeah. small businesses that had contracts to sell yeah. their tchotchkes or whatever they were going to sell. And yeah. I'm thinking about all the people that lost money that had contracts that they were counting on and sales they were counting on and they're, they're, they weren't able to make this money. And then how do you recover from that? Yeah. Yeah, that's a very and it's like, how do we change the conversation? So this is this is this is a conversation that most people don't like to have uh -huh. because it's uncomfortable. But here's the thing. When you're in business or not, you have to get good with money. Yes. You have to get good with money. Yeah. And so that's I just right. want to make sure you get good with money and, and, and stay profitable. Yes. That's why a lot of CEOs need to have a strong financial background as well. Absolutely. So they can understand the numbers. So uh, thank you so much for being our honored guest. And I want you to get out there. Go to www.collectthecash.biz forward slash book. And also... Uh, this is episode 180 with Wealth Academy podcast. Go to Apple Podcasts, rate and review Dr. D. Bowden's interview today because she did a great job and she's she's just here to save you a lot of money, millions of dollars. <laughs> or thousands or hundreds. The scope is wide. And let me say this to you because I know I know yeah. I realize that when people hear my story, a lot of people are like, well, I, D, uh, Dr. D or D, or just, D is fine. Uh -huh. Um. I don't have millions of dollars. Here's the thing. Uh, let me help you. I yeah. didn't get to the millions until I started collecting my first dollar that exactly. I grew. Over time, I've been able to collect lots of money. But I teach you the principles that whether it's a dollar uh -huh. or millions, you still have to do the same thing. You still got to do problem solving. You still got to do customer service. You still got to do gratitude. And you still have to answer, answer the question, what had happened was and how do we go from what had happened was to how do we win? If you can get those for those four things, that's how you can change how you see AR and how you can go from we're losing money to we're winning and we're going to, you'll learn to amplify your profits. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's powerful wisdom and knowledge just was parted there with us. So thank you, uh, Bowden, rather. And I also want to say to all the viewers and listeners, those who are live and those who are listening on the archive to rate and review this on Apple Podcasts, episode 180. Thank you all very much. And I'll see you on the next episode of Wealth Academy Podcast. And Dr. D, thank you so much and have a wonderful, wonderful, warm weekend. <laughs> Thanks. You too. <laughs> right. Thanks for thank listening so to Wealth Academy Podcast. Please subscribe and rate this episode on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. To get you or someone you know assessed for Paul's online financial freedom courses or money coaching, in addition to resources associated with this podcast, email paul at info at paulvanspeaks.com.